Can I tell you one really quick story because it's really awkward? If it's about TikTok, I swear to fucking. It's not about. It's not about TikTok. Back in 2001, there was a man who got on a ferry in New York. Whilst on the ferry, mythological creature or boat? The boat. He was the unfortunate witness to the 9-11 attack. This man, due to that event, was inspired. That's the wrong word, but that's the best I've got. Was inspired to create the band My Chemical Romance. Really? Now, Scott, there was a person who listened to that band and was inspired by My Chemical Romance to create the book Twilight. So she created (laughs) Twilight and people fucking... Love Twilight. It went everywhere. So naturally, when you create a book that has so much fan attention, you create Fervor. you create fanfics. Okay. So somebody created a fan fiction on Bella and Edward Cullen, and it was like fifty something of it. It turned into Fifty Shades of Grey. Scott, you're you're okay. This for real. This is a true story. This is a hundred percent serious. I was going to ask that, why you were reading they, uh, fan fiction of. So, Twilight, so somebody but, but. create the, the, whoever wrote 50 shades of gray did that because of twilight twilight was created because of my chemical romance. So we can argue that nine 11 caused us to have 50 shades of gray or vice versa. That 50 shades of gray was inspired by the events of nine 11. Do with that what you will listeners. This is on you. to the front podcast of the internet it's me your boy scooter and it's your boy willie why don't i have a good nickname why do you get to be scooter and i just get to be stupid willie you know i was thinking about that i don't know if i want people to call me scooter then again my name is just scott it's it's kind of plain why would your parents name you just scott and not scott just- why, why did they add the just Justin was too boring. It has felt like both a long week and a short week. Can you tell me what is happening in your world right now on Reddit? Long week and a short week. Why is that? Well, because it's cold. I'm not, There's I'm not, not a just lot of asking this because uh, I'm pulling up my stories or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Scott is a hundred percent prepared for this show, motherfucker. I don't know. The days are shorter. So I I can get up at seven o'clock and it can be dark out and I still need to go for my morning run and it sucks because it's cold now. Do you know that I went to the gym yesterday and I had done my morning run, got home, got ready. When I went to the gym, my legs were nothing but like dry scales. It was gross. That is that is kind of gross. Oh, I don't really know what to do with that, but I, I guess la- laugh at it? You're going to live with it now. You're just my scabby legs. Scabby legs. Speaking of things that are funny, this week in Our Funny, I, I found a picture, Willie, that you might think is also humorous. Uh-oh. Is this coming my direction? No. What? I want to see it. All right. Send me, oh, th- send me that pic. Fine, fine, fine. This, is, this isn't Snapchat. I'm not going to screenshot it. Hit wink. And sent. All right. So this week in our funny, somebody posted a picture of a pumpkin that said, just finished decorating our annual scary pumpkin. And instead of it being a carving of something that would be spooky, like Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, it's just sharpied with, we have been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. 
this this is surprisingly triggering for me Do, like ha, has a car company reached out to you like this before willie not one but 700 calls i have received this year are you joking with that number extended warranties i am i am exaggerating a lot but still it's been in the 20s for sure do because i'm getting those same calls and here's the thing my car warranty did or does expire this month it's only a three-year warranty it's a honda love the cars great vehicles this week's podcast is brought to you by honda but that's not the point the point the wayfair is, of car companies the point is somehow my name got out on a list and this i i, I feel like it's a scam it's got to be a scam right I don't need to just give my information away over the phone to some random extended warranty company. I could just... Is, is there like a square trade for third-party warranties on your vehicles or something? Because I'd rather go online and get it. Yeah, like, let me go through, like, a firm and, and finance my warranty over the next 12 months. I've been getting a ton of these calls, too. But the weird part for me is I'm my current car is a lease. So it just comes with its extended warranty. Oh, you named it? Yeah, it's. you can spell it with an A or an E, you decide. She's quirky. <laughs> but my my previous car also has, uh, uh, that was a lease as well. So I, I gave it back and I feel like I'm getting calls just, because just of that a, car. Pick a different name for your car, man. They all can't be <laughs> named the same. It's consistent. Do you know that my grandpa named every type of dog the same name so when he had uh great danes he called every great dane duke and he called every golden retriever chief that's awesome did he give him numbers no we gave him numbers he didn't he, it was easier for him to just say that they're all chiefs and dukes oh, that makes sense i mean that's what happens when you can't remember anything right just easier to just call everybody the same name that's why i call you chief I'm sorry. What? Now? Listen, Chief. What? What's going on in this week in your uh, in your world? Yeah, Chief. I want to talk about something where if I could cancel people talking about terrible nicknames for me, Netflix is creating quite the problem on their uh, on their platform. So this week in what, what our kind technolo- of what kind of porn did they release now? Have you seen 365? No. Did we talk about it on this podcast already? I, I feel think like we, we have. talked about it. By the okay. by the okay, so so listener, if you're gonna take that recommendation to go watch the movie 365, I'm gonna give you two recommendations. Number one, children and or your parents should not be in the room. And number two, you're gonna see Dick in the first frame of the show. Like literal hard penis right off the bat. If you've ever been kidnapped, it might be triggering. Yeah, and and I'm sorry, I merged a different show that's also porn-based on Netflix, the show Love. That's the one where you see penis right away. 365 is just about, like, domination. They're both bad. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. What's what's Love about? Who's in Love? Yeah, what has it got to do with it, Scott? <laughs> no, that was a legit hey, question, but, I mean, I like your I, joke. Okay, I, I was merging two really bad porn-type things together. The show Love starts with a woman... Just physical action with a, a male. I, I did. I zoned out for sex ed. Scott, she's touching it, and it is ready <laughs> to create life. And according to the man's body, at the end of the action, he should have created life. So that's on Netflix. All right. All right. 
I'm going to have to go see what the hell you're talking Don't, about. Because I, I, I swear to you, do it by yourself. This is an adult thing. Anyways, let me talk a little bit about Netflix. <laughs> so Netflix is creating a problem by canceling too many TV shows. This week, there was a, a post from the Insider that was talking about all these shows that Netflix is canceling. Yeah, Are, one of my favorites. What show? What show did they cancel? Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. If you haven't watched it, take your fucking time because they're not finishing the goddamn series. They've canceled so many shows. Let me run through just a few. By the way, the number is like amounting to over 46 shows that they've canceled. Go through these. Go through this list and I will tell you if it should have been canceled. All right. You ready for this? This is the part of the show where we talk about a list. Uh, (laughs) Glow. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by buzzfeed <laughs> we also have things besides lists glow should not have been canceled bojack horseman probably should not have been canceled marco polo bloodline cancel it daredevil should not have been canceled sense eight probably should not have been canceled jessica jones should not have been canceled friends from college cancel it lady dynamite Ah. Uh... Probably should not have been canceled. The Get Down. I'm gonna say cancel it. Have you seen that show? I have no idea of some of these. Nope. I'm just I'm just calling it out. Like okay, I, got, like it, got it. Got it. Luke Cage should not have been canceled. The OA should not have been canceled. Santa Clarita Diet. You know, I heard a lot of people talking good good things about that. So should not have been canceled. Girl Boss should have got one more season and then canceled. Ooh, and we'll, we'll do a couple more here. The Punisher. Should not have been canceled. The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. Should never have been made. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's really interesting to think. There were so many things that they've created. What? Are, oh, this is one that should never have been canceled. The Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. God, that show was so good. I really so wish good. they hadn't canceled it. What do you feel about all of these shows that are being canceled? And just the whole culture of, oh, God, I'm going to use the term cancel culture as it pertains to Netflix. I don't think that applies to this situation, but whatever. We'll, you don't we'll know. The it. words make sense when you put them together, Scott. Just let it happen. All right. All right. Okay. So Netflix has gobs and gobs of money, right? Uh, you'd, you'd expect. I mean, and- but but for their subscribers, they probably have like four times that many people that actually watch because everybody buddies up. Sure, and and that's fine. They've said it's fine. It's not like I do that. I definitely do that. The interface is one of the worst things you can do to try and find a show that you want to watch. It's terrible. How do you find a show that's going to be good? Is it is it on the trending now? Is it on the recently added? Do you go by categories? No, there I go so ask many... my friends. Yeah, 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 exactly. But there are so many fucking shows on Netflix probably hundreds that you've never even heard of did you know what the santa clarita diet was about based on the photo somebody's eating human parts yeah 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 that's that's great but did you know it's been around for several years no and and it's been a good show so you watched it no not at all <laughs> which is probably why it's getting canceled <laughs> but i've it's heard a, a lot of great talk show about it. never and seen it great show and uh, it's been reviewed very well. Okay. I'll just say that. But I like what I like. And you like what you like. And everybody's got their own tastes and difference. But So how do they shove this, this content down our throat 
Or how do they justify raising the cost, right? They probably came up with a thousand new shows and just started making them to see what sticks to justify their their monthly cost. Now, I, I say I say the purge is good for Netflix because it will suddenly revert back to quality over quantity. Yeah, we're in an interesting time, right? It's kind of like the beginning stages of the internet. Everybody's throwing anything at sites trying to see what's going to be what's going to stick. And Netflix, I I mean, I think inarguably is the company that is defining streaming television or not is, but defined it. So, yeah, I think the model is going to change. When you look at companies like uh, Amazon and Apple and everything in between who are creating like small form curated content and not throwing everything at it, we're bound to see Netflix catch up to that too. And I I just hope their stock continues to go up or down so I can buy it. But have physically let me enjoy television once again because they took out ads. Any streaming service that has advertisements, you're just like regular TV to me. I know I can watch it on demand, but you're still going to put those ads in there. Netflix, now streaming most of your favorite shows. And those types of ads are always disruptive. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't really let you enjoy television anymore. Sure, you can be nostalgic for the days when you see a Folgers commercial or an M&M's commercial or a car commercial in the middle of your TV. It gave you some time to get up and, you know, maybe put your dinner plate away, you know, grab a late night snack from whatever program you were watching. But at the end of the day, I'd rather just sit there and binge all that content in one setting. Same. Absolutely the same. There are certain shows that I have just wasted hours and hours watching. We've probably wasted days watching certain shows, right? Right. Uh, like, so I, I don't have a problem with this as long as it, they continue to come out and hold on to quality content. Like Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Did you actually like that show? Dude, it's so fucking good. I watched it at first because it had ladies wrestling. I'm not I, I, I get the name of the show, Scott, and I understand why you watch it. It's the same reason I watch TikTok. I get it, boobs. <laughs> Allison Brie. Hello. Oh, she's in it? God, I gotta go, guys. See you later. Thank you for so much for watching the show today. No, no, no. We're watching their show. They're listening to our show. Oh, shoot. Yes, I did that wrong. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of things that made me smile this week, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> this week in R made me smile. Check this out. The Peruvian government opened up Machu Picchu to a lone tourist who had been stuck in Peru since April. Is Machu Picchu not open to tourism? They closed it down because of COVID. Okay. He got a tour to see the whole site from like the director of, of the site. What? Just all by himself. So imagine this historical landmark, this global historical landmark, which, you know, probably thousands of people go to on the daily, gets mm-hmm. shut down. This dude, his whole trip was to come see this. And so he flew there. Things went on lockdown, got stuck, and he's been there since April, so like six months now. That's somebody, incredible. Yeah, somebody heard about his plight, and they decided to open it up just to him so we could go see that. And there's a picture of him. I think BBC News covered it. And there's just a picture of him in his, his Chicago Bull jersey with a mask on, <laughs> standing there on Machu Picchu, all by himself, nobody else. Dude, How that's amazing so cool. is that? That's amazing. I, I just want to, I have a story about this. It's not about this, but it's about the idea of getting like a private tour of something. 
Do you, so Scott and I, what got four years ago, we went to London together. You remember a romantic? The, it was. It was great. There was hand holding. It was fine. We, and jobbing. And, and what now? And jobbing. Oh, jobbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, this dude. <laughs> dude, just wearing his Chicago Bulls jersey. He's got his chain on, a camera, and he looks like the happiest person in the world. I think I know I would, I would be. Oh, 100%. Now, when we were in London, Scott, we went on a ton of, like, we went and toured, like, the London Museum. Do you remember when we went in there and we knew we didn't have a lot of time? Do you remember walking past the Rosetta Stone and not realizing it? Yeah, we just blew right by it because it's the very first thing. One of the most important artifacts in human history, and we walk past it like it's nothing. Like it was a Starbucks. We turned around after we looked at the map and we're like, oh, oh my God, we walked right by it. When you go see it, it's unbelievable. But do you remember then when we went and saw the Tower of London, which if you're a listener and don't know anything about London, it's not actually a tower. It's more of a castle. But do you remember that tour? Of course. It was one of my favorite things about the whole trip. Why do you think it was one of your favorite things about the whole trip? Was it because I had food poisoning and went to the Starbucks and shit my pants in the bathroom? <laughs> 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 that was before we even went in too. I know, dude. Like, it was so I unpleasant. Can't make it. <laughs> or what was the actual reason it was your favorite? Well, the beef eater who gave us the tour was was actually my favorite part, and I like started 100%. following him on Twitter. Yeah, he was he was awesome. So you you went to Paris the next year. Mm -hmm. Did you did you have a tour guide for anything that you went to? No, we definitely tried to blend in uh, a little bit more that because because it's just not as english friendly literally right. not as english friendly i totally get it i was there literally a month after or a week after you i i bring this up because when i did a study abroad in greece we were there for two months and there was my architectural professor she had an architectural history major she was dating the head of archaeology for the country of greece which meant scott he had full access to every historic site. <laughs> I'm laughing because is he the guy that had full access to your every one of your sites? <laughs> no, no, no. He he was doing our very attractive professor. Oh, okay. But it and mind you, we're in Greece, so we did go to like we went to a spa. I did see his penis. It's fine. That's a real story. I'll tell you that later. We'll open but, the show with that one some other time. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we we got to go into like back doors of some of these amazing architectural tell me moments. more <laughs> and i will tell i will tell you if you ever have the the opportunity to go to a historic site and get a tour guide get a tour guide okay i thought You're, you were gonna say if you ever have the opportunity to take a back door take well, you, it you always take the back door scott back door tour will he approve you, you gotta consent to it first this needs to be a mutual agreement. Don't just meander your way into the back door. Nobody likes that. You're unexpected. Someone's going to get hurt. Hey, speaking of caves, uh, have you ever wanted a man cave, Scott? Yeah, no, absolutely. Hold on. hold on. Let me clarify the question. Have you ever wanted a yes man cave? Yes to both, Willie. <laughs> the answer is yes to both. <laughs> Not a man's cave. <laughs> Now that we got that out of the way, did you see this video earlier this week of the guy who created like the most epic man cave in his basement? No, I did not see this story. 
Okay, I, I got to send this to you. I think there's one thing we need to clarify. Man cave is kind of an antiquated term. Is there a better term we can use for this? Cave. Person cave. Human cave. I mean, we could call it a human hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to enter this man's human hole. Now, Scott, the way that this works, and I'm going to let you start the video and describe to the listener what you see. But just know that we're standing at the bottom of a set of stairs. We're looking at a door. And on that door is a mosaic of Asteroids, the old Atari game. All right. Have I you- am watching the video. All right. Watching it now. Sliding door like in a spaceship? Just like Whoa. in Star Trek. Opens up to a bunch of like Star Trek readouts and three, three giant screens that makes it look like he's in space. Everything is like dark neon blue. This is This is not a man cave this is this is like the inside of a battle station this is like you're on the international space station yeah so what scott's describing this is a a theater room there's a bunch of like lounge chairs displayed like they would be in uh, a really high-end theater not just like splayed out on the ground there are three screens on the wall to the side of the the television or to the side of the chairs that has like this it looks like they're orbiting around a planet there's a bunch of other screens that have layouts of uh, one of the ships in star trek would you ever want something like this for a theater room i mean ask me this question 10 years ago and i would have been on board i was also very single Mm, okay maybe i wasn't very single but when i was single when I was 300 pounds and single, that, that's what I would have been into, for sure. But nowadays, it, it seems a little overkill. It I'm, does. I'm, I'm not into toys anymore. That, that three-panel layout of, of a floating planet just seems like a waste of electricity to me, you know? <laughs> Scott is taking the, that like hardcore boomer energy to this situation. Man, this room cost this man thousands of dollars. Yeah, now if I had gobs of money to just throw away, sure, maybe, maybe I'd make a, a room like that. I'm kind of with you. I think there's some some craze to this that this person wanted to set up this like themed space. I think in a home, I don't know if I necessarily want to put in antiquated themed rooms like this. And maybe it's just the designer in me that says, man, in a year, are you going to get bored of this? What do you think the setup is before he goes into this room? How, how do you mean? Okay, so he's getting ready to go to bed at night. He's maybe had one or two extra drinks. Does he just press a button and like all 42 lights in the room shut themselves off? Or does he go around flipping a bunch of switches somewhere? Maybe he just turns the fuse box for the whole room off. But yeah, then you want to or- get everything set up the next day. I would hope that he had some sort of smart home system where he could just say, virtual assistant, please turn off all the lights or, you know, shut down my spaceship. I do want a a human cave, but I think it would be cooler if it was kind of like a bookshelf and you pulled on one of the books and the the section swung open and then you could go in and it'd be like a like a little a smoking room. Or a speakeasy. Yeah, just, you know, kind of classic. Have a little bar there. Maybe a really nice Barca lounger. And uh, I'm sure 
my significant other wouldn't mind if I put all of my video gaming stuff in there, you know, <laughs> away from all of the rest of the nice decorated house. So you so, yeah. want you want a bar that you can't use. I would have lots of soda and juice. If you want to go to a place that someone can serve you every form of root beer or cream soda under the sun, go to Scott's. That's what it'd be called. Yeah. All right. We're my all buddy, invited. My buddy actually has one of those and it's his workout room. So he oh. has a bookshelf that slides over and he's just got a full bench and other free weights. And I think he has a rack in there now too. So he can do deadlifts and stuff like that. I have always wanted a home that has secret passages like that. I don't like none of the creepy, like I want to look through a, a wall, but like, <laughs> That's I, mean, pro- I mean, I'm glad you clarified that. That that needs to be done these days. Yeah. Yeah. I no secret passages for me to look into uh, any rooms. Super creepy. But I would like the ability to go into a gym or go to a private place to read or a uh, place to store my guns. <laughs> Except, ooh, 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 ooh. What about for, like, the main, uh, I guess, living room? If you had one of those big hanging portraits on the wall and you could slide away the eyes and, and look through. I that That's 100% appropriate. Yeah, totally. And then you knock on the walls and be, like, a creepy ghost. Ooh, spooky ghost. So when I look at that type of room, I just, I just think, like, how much money did this person put into it? And... I, I can't even begin to imagine what, what that costs. Number one, to build. Number two, to power and run. Yeah, just uh, the maintenance alone. So, speaking of things that I am too afraid to ask. Oh, got it. This week in our Too Afraid to Ask, is you, it You normal? don't have to be afraid to ask me, Scott. Is it normal to feel hmm. uncomfortable when addressing people by their name? Ooh, that's a good question. Do you know that there's this... Okay, I know this isn't a show about TikTok. Shut up. There's this weird trend of videos that go on where somebody will say, hey, you should call your significant other by their name, not their pet name. I'm assuming you probably have a pet name for your for your for your significant. We do. We call each other the same exact pet name. Yes. Hey, fucker. So if you were to ever if I was to walk in and just say, hey, Scott, you'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Did I do something wrong? You you call me Scott all the time. Am I getting it wrong? Oh, I'm supposed to call you Scooter. No, hey, you're supposed Scoots? to call me just Scott. That's my that's my given name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think in like a professional setting or if it's amongst friends, it's weird to call them by their name. I also I, I've always called my significant others by their first name. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think for people that you're you're friends with it's probably not a thing, but like, what about when it comes to somebody you've just met, like a client or uh, a customer or, or maybe, you know, somebody who has, I guess, age on you. So they have a little bit of seniority. So it's uh, somebody like the father of your significant other that you're meeting for the first time or the president or CEO of a company or uh, a dignitary like a governor or something like that. You usually would call them sir or by their title or something like that. But you just straight up walked up to Barack Obama and just said, hey, Barack, what's up? You know, it, it might be weird. I think that's a good that's a good example. I think if it's a client, any job that I've had where I've had to work with in a professional setting and I had those people, I would generally call them by their first name. 
But I think that's part of my personality that I don't want to create this sense that you're better than me or I'm better than you. So right. I feel like it, it in in a sales role, you create relationship by level setting. So you call them by their first name. On the other hand, though, for somebody like, like Barack Obama, if he came up, I would probably be so starstruck. I would probably just say, hello, Mr. President. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know. You would stammer. <laughs> Who are some people that you would re- would not call them by their first name and you would have to call them by by a title? I To this day, I still feel sometimes uncomfortable calling my significant other's dad by his name because he was a doctor. And I feel like he went to school. He earned that title. He led that career and did a, an amazing job at it for however many decades. So... To me, that feels like something I should still continue to call that, call you that until, you know, until you give me permission, basically. <laughs> so uh, you can just call me so-and-so. You don't have to call me by my title anymore. Let's, let's make this world feel real small for you, Scott. That doctor gave birth to me. That is incorrect, folks. Men cannot give birth to babies. Was the doctor overseeing the thing <laughs> that shot me out of my mother? So wait a minute. Hold on. I don't think I knew this. Are you, my significant other's father helped your mom give birth to you? Yes. What what a small world. It's like we were. Scott, he was employed at the same like local hospital or uh, clinic that I I went to for everything. That's awesome. I did not know that. I did not know that. Well, now you know. So that makes that makes us even then when it comes to seeing you naked. Wait. Oh, come on. Part, we went to your, London your together. Your partner's dad has also seen you naked? <laughs> what? That's the no. only way that this would be equal. No, 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 no. We, he <laughs> and myself. Oh, God. you. I get uh, it. You two, are, you two are equals to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, just, which. Just as a disclaimer, we record this show in the buff. So, I mean, everybody's equal here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is Can't. why if you subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one of those yet. yet. If, if we could leave you with something, it's get your fucking ass out and vote. We're still trying to beat 60. And we're not talking virtually either. You need to get up, go give your ballot to whoever, if you're in an early voting state, or have a plan. Have a physical plan for day of voting. Listen, when's the last time you called out of work sick? I mean, really... You're just like feeling exhausted. You need a you day. You need a day dedicated to you. You know, the the you that's going to get out and fucking make a difference. Yeah, the you that could uh, propel this country forward or or not. Dive it into the goddamn ground. <laughs> Drive it. Yeah, just keep crashing, keep digging. But if you don't have a plan already, you can go to IWillVote.com and figure out what is the best way to get your ballot in, in your state, no matter where you are, in the United States, that is. You might think that, hey, I live in a state that doesn't align with my beliefs, so I'm just not going to go do anything about it. You're not helping. It's bullshit. Get out and vote. Speaking of voting, I'm going to leave you with this. This is something that I, I wish more states would do. I would hope that we can get rid of the Electoral College. But did you hear what Maine is doing this year? Rank choice voting? Ranked choice voting. How fucking awesome. So if you're unfamiliar with how this works, I think that this is the way that we should be doing it. 
you vote, let's say we're just gonna use real candidates here. Let's say you're a Green Party advocate or the Marijuana Party, and you know that that's where you wanna vote. So you vote there. Right now in our current system, you're just wasting a vote. Just don't, just don't do it. But in ranked voting, you would be, you would say like, all right, cool, I wanna vote for Democrat number two, something independent number three and then Republican four or just leave that off. Essentially, if your party first choice doesn't win, the second your vote goes to the second choice. So no matter what, you're voting for somebody. Correct. Yeah, it seems like it'd be a cool thing to add here. But since we don't have that yet and we're still working on it or in some case communities working against it, I will is the best place for you to go. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Scott, where can people find us? You can find us on Twitter at... Sub for that. You can find us on Instagram at... Sub for that. You can send us an electronic mail. At sub for that podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get a little bit more personal, you can find Scott on Twitter at Scott Garola. You can find me at wildmn293. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's just cause, catastrophic failure, Hong Kong, or what's wrong with your dog, there's a sub for that. that.